Hello, welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming special episode on a Sunday, where today we have our unedited, spoiler-filled, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler-filled opinions about Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. It's not the holiday gaming. season; it's Star Wars season. It's the Absolutely. greatest time of year. <laughs> for the, perhaps for the last time. I don't know. I don't... It was the rise, implying there's a fall. Um, we know that this know is the last that. episode, so mm. we know what. Mm. To be honest, it's we'll just have to see what the box office returns are, and then, then we'll know for sure. That's true. So I saw the film yesterday. When did you guys see it? Friday. I saw it Thursday evening. Wow. Guess we know who's the biggest fan. It's Jay. Yeah, it's made. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the midnight one or the 7 p.m. one? I saw it at 8 o'clock. Oh, oh okay. It was yeah, the only time that they had it at, at with uh, in my theater that has Atmos sound so, and widescreen. So was it wait. worth it? 8 p.m. is like a perfect time. Why would you want to stay up until midnight? It was worth it because I love my Atmos sound. Oh, okay. But you probably still didn't even get out to like midnight, right? Because it's like a three hour movie. No, it was like 10 30, 11. Okay. Right. They didn't have a lot of trailers. They only did three trailers for us. So. Oh, yeah. I think we had more than that. Anyway. So who so... wants to start the complaining? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess, how is everybody's general opinions about it? Should we do like letter grades? Uh, I don't know. Well, I think uh, I was gonna say I don't really know how to feel about it. Yeah, like a general. How did you generally feel without going into any specifics? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you were you okay? Did you think it was fine for what it was? Or like right. I will say that I enjoyed right. it as a movie. I came out of it with, I smiled through most of it. I gave thumbs up to a lot of scenes, so I felt overly overall good about the movie as a movie as a Skywalker saga movie we'll get into that later okay so I felt I went in with low expectations and my low expectations were met if not exceeded my one of my major that's right one of my major complaints with uh, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi is that they were derivative of the original trilogy. And this, and this one, one was two. Yeah. This one was two, but I had I was accustomed, I was expecting that. And therefore I didn't mind it as much. Okay. I, I did I came into The Force Awakens and then especially The Last Jedi being like, okay, they're gonna do new stuff. I can't wait to see the new exciting things they're gonna do. They're gonna blow my mind. And then they didn't. I was mad. And in this one, I kind of expected it to be like remade, rewarmed over stuff from the original trilogy, and that's exactly what we got. And but I found I found it in an enjoyable way. Not to say that it was a perfect movie. There were a lot of there were a lot of issues with it, but I overall enjoyed it the most of the sequels. I thought it was the best of the sequels. Bobby liked it. It sounds like yeah. Bobby's yeah. yelling at me because she wants me to feed her, but we're gonna give her like calming stuff later, so we're not feeding her. Um, I am not sure. I was. De- I'm not sure I liked it more than The Force Awakens. My initial reaction to The Force Awakens wasn't that positive either, and then I sort of came around on it. It's definitely better than The Last Jedi. And they they did the two things that I wanted, which is that it was better than The Last Jedi, and they didn't ruin Lando. That was all I asked, and they did. Lando was, like, barely in it. Right. Since you didn't get ruined. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, unlike Jay, I would not say I was smiling the whole time. And we, yeah. we were definitely eye-rolling at each other throughout the movie. Throughout? There were a couple times. I, no, throughout. I, I would say throughout. Throughout. <laughs> well, the, di- the dialogue a lot of the time was really cringy. I am all the Jedi, Matt. <laughs> all okay. of them. Well, no, that was fine. I actually didn't like no, that I am all like, the, I am the whole I am all the Jedi. That was pretty bad. Okay, so... St- I guess. I mean, I found the, I found the like funny stuff more cringy than that. Oh, really? Like, they can fly now. They can fly now. They can fly now. <laughs> like that, yeah, that was a bit much. But um, the buddy stuff were some of like 
that's Star Wars. Like, that felt more like Star Wars than a lot of the dumb, unlimited power stuff at the end. (laughs) So, the worst dialogue was Princess Leia's dialogue. She spoke entirely in, like, platitudes. It's because they didn't, they just had extra recordings of her. I know. It was really sad. I guess that's not fair. Yeah. But it's still true. I mean, they could have chosen not to include her, I guess. But considering. Yeah. But considering that this one was initially plotted out to be her movie, it was supposed to be mainly her and. You know, they say that, but based on how these movies have gone, I'm not convinced they had a plan. It seems very obvious they didn't have a plan. Yeah, they're all over the place. (laughs) I mean, they had very broad, and I mean broad strokes (laughs) in the work, but uh, then everyone had options to reinterpret it as they wanted. I I just don't, don't understand why they decided to do that for Star Wars when they didn't do that for Marvel, and like clearly... Marvel has worked out a lot better. Well, Marvel is its own company um, with probably more creative control um, than Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm isn't its own company? Nah, the, Disney, the Disney corporate suits pretty much took it over. Hmm. Yeah, they basically took um, over all the... And um, even Marvel probably, they didn't, I don't think they had a, like a really refined vision when they started. They've, done them, they've made so many movies that they've like refined the process. That's but true. Like, if you watch First Avenger... Or Iron Man, like they're standalone movies, and then they eventually just threw them all together in the Avengers. There's no way they knew right. when they made, in my opinion, there's no way that they knew when they made Avengers that Loki's cosmic cube was one of the gems. Or maybe they did, and they just. I don't know. Right. They did. But they also had, I think they did, but they also had so much more source material to go back to. So depending on how things went, they would just use a different retcon version of that story versus. And so so on. what Whereas you're saying Star- is we should have used the. Where EU? stories didn't. Star Wars. The EU, Jay. The EU. The EU. <laughs> Which ended up being pulled like, into. They threw yeah, it away like Which it was they nothing. had to pull through. But they had ended. Nothing. Yeah, but I mean, so they wanted to completely start from scratch, but obviously that didn't pan out. So then they started. It seemed like they then desperately in the last hour, 11th hour, had to start pulling in elements from the old EU. Because they didn't have a way to reincorporate all of that i so. used to have more sympathy for the people making these movies like don't be so hard on them now i'm sort of like you get, you're getting paid enough make the extra effort to have to make something a little bit better than just the return of the jedi again right right you know With what the, i mean the empire strikes back throw them throw them and like, I, I am your grandfather can you at least try to like make it seem a little bit realistic? Like not have a thousand starter stories with planet killing guns on all of them. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean it's guys, stupid. it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, yeah. I'll it's better better a million star destroyers than yet another Death Star, which is where I thought they were going. I don't go. know. I feel like they're pretty much both bad. Well, the thing about the planet killing lasers is they were so unnecessary too. It's like, did it That's serve true. the plot at all? Did it make the, the threat seem any greater? I know, a thousand Star Destroyers so. is bad enough. Yeah. Yeah, if they just had giant capital ships, it would have been totally fine. Yeah. And also, but I also understand disappointing. It. I found it a little bit disappointing that they didn't just take half a second in a two and a half hour long movie to be like, oh, and by the way, all the Star Destroyers are manned by um, droids. Robots. Or, or they're like, like drones. They're like drones, right? They're it's droids. Unmanned. This is Star Wars. Drones. They're, droids. they're drones. droids. No, I'm saying I'm saying they're empty, and the ship itself is a drone. That's fine. Or a okay. giant droid. That's fine. Fine. Like, whatever. You need an explanation <laughs> about why, how a thousand Star Destroyers are all crewed and manned. Right. 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 Well, that, that's, so, Jay and I were actually talking about that yesterday. How it would have made the end battle make a little bit more sense too. They yeah. just like out the yeah. droid control tower or whatever. Yeah. yeah, which is sort of what they were doing, except it was about navigation, not control, I guess. Yeah, right? so like I was confused by that part because I was like, why don't they just look at the bay windows, right? Because <laughs> they can right, see what's up and down. there's fields and solar winds. Right, so that was the other thing. So then finally, I, well, I mean, but you can still see what's up. You hit the down booster and then you hit the forward booster and then voila, you're out of at Oh, sure. But okay. then I, Astronaut J speaks. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized it was probably them talking about trying to 
do the light jumping through all that chaos because just like Rhett had to lead the rest of the armada, they needed someone to then be able to navigate through all those right. the castle run. areas. Yes. But so the other thing is so from the books, the current canon books leading up to it, um, they talk and other material, they talk about how the book? they. Yes, I read. I read He's books. A super fan. We've heard of that. <laughs> I read. I read the books that led up to the movie, and okay. they talk about how the first order then starts going on a huge rampage of just recruiting and stealing kids. Like again, like again, right? Again, so presumably they happened before. Yeah, that's right, how they got that's Finn. How, that's yeah. how Finn. Yeah, that's how Finn became a. So how long has the first order been in operation? Basically, like a super since, long time. Apparently, yeah, since Palpatine died. No way. Really? Basically. So the, so the comes, resistance it, has been fighting them that entire time? So, yes. So, okay. well, no. Okay, so here it is. So, the, okay. after the war, they, the Empire and the Alliance sign a, an agreement that the Empire will no longer hold a navy or a fleet or an armada and they will not uh, assault basically. They won't cause any issues. So okay. that's why they have them. Yay, everyone's peaceful. But then Leia knows that there's probably a, they, they know that there's a secret organization somewhere that is trying to rebuild. And so she that- goes to the council to at, or the ca- senate or whatever they had and asks for the ability to go research and to go hunt them down to rebuild an army and the senate basically says no. We're at peace. We don't need an army, which is why they're caught off guard when the First Order comes back and blows the hell out of them. So when, so the First Order coming back, that's when the Force Awakens. So it's like 20 years later, 30 years later, or whatever. Yeah, but up to then, oh, Leia wow. already knows that there is a threat out there, that they are, but she's not getting... She doesn't approval, do anything about why... it? No, she, she, she does. So she leaves. Yeah. yeah. She quits okay. her position so that I'm way falling. she can pursue pursues, like her knowledge so that's why she leaves so is that sort of like what we see in the mandalorian like um if you guys haven't did you guys see the most recent episode yeah yes okay yes when when uh darth gus arrives with his like super sweet looking death troopers like presumably those resources come from somewhere so that could be lead directly to to make them look awesome no, just the fact that they they clearly still have money, they clearly still have resources. Okay. Right. Right. Mad. So there's like an offshoot, <laughs> offshoot yeah. of people who, and moths who disagreed with the right. signing of the treaties. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the buildup to all of that. Well, obligatory reminder that if you have to put something in a book for the movie to make sense, it's not a good sign. I yes. mean, that's true. By the way, speaking of the Mandalorian, I spent the whole movie thinking General Hyde was Werner Herzog. Oh. General Hyde is that the main Grant's character, Pride the main, with a the main guy. Whatever. Yeah. Palpatine's main uh, henchman. But he didn't have a German yeah. accent. No, guys, don't you no. see his name? Pride, wasn't. like the Seven Deadly Sins. Get it? It's like no, really I on the nose. I didn't get that. Was nope. there anybody else named after the Seven Deadly Sins? No, I, I'm saying it was like a lazy naming technique. Let's what, go pride, was he prideful? prideful? Yeah. Why? How? How was he, he more was. prideful he than like, any other Imperial? He was like, we got this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he... It, the other Imperials aren't named Pride, literally. Whatever. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He was definitely not Werner Herzog, though. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> so, Alon, what did um, you think did... of it over? Alon, what did you yeah. think of it over? Oh, go for it. Oh, um, okay, so I... It was definitely better than the Last Jedi. Um, it took a it took a big dump on a bunch of stuff from the Last Jedi, which we can get into later. Um, but like, it wasn't good, and I guess it was entertaining enough. But one thing that got under my skin was the disrespect of War Hero C three PO. Right, because there was so much respect in the original trilogy for him. First of all. That's different because they just met him. They don't know him from Adam. Okay, he's just like a droid. They but, just met him. They've been they've been hanging. They've been working with him since the Force Awakens. 
Yeah. So they should know all the things he did in his past life and how he's, you know, the go-to droid for their heroes in life, like Luke and Leia and all those guys. Instead, they just treat him like garbage. Okay, so much as I want to hear the nitpicks, and I have plenty of nitpicks of my own, what <laughs> what would you say overall made it not good? Oh, um... Just the the ridiculousness of the Star Destroyers and, like, that whole <laughs> plot and, like, Palpatine coming back and, like, in the beginning, you get the crawl. It's like, oh, hey, he's back. And you're like, what? Okay. Okay. Ridiculous. So you didn't buy the premise of Palpatine and a huge fleet appearing out of nowhere. Right. Okay. Okay. Also, okay. also they need to treat C-3PO better. That's fine. My one of my <laughs> uh, one of my nitpicks, which I think is really bothered me as I was watching it, is how every five minutes Ray would do a thousand yard stare and then wander away from everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like constant. It was like every two seconds. How could you be like why would you be friends with this person that never listens to you? I know. Well, I saw a Reddit comment that was like, um, take a shot everyone someone every time someone looks into the distance and says they know. Well, it's mostly right. It's not. It's. I, I don't well, think it's anybody else. Finn right? did it too. Finn did it yeah, at least. Finn twice. did it a lot, a yeah. couple times, maybe. Yeah. Speaking of Finn, they forgot that Finn had something to tell Ray. Yes. I know. That was How one of the most big complaints. They did not she turned, forget. She turned to me at the end and she said, "What did Finn want to tell Ray?" Yeah, forget. Jay. What was it? Was it in a book? Well, if you read the books, you'll see. No, it, it wasn't from the books. It was just. My assumption is that he knew that she was a Palpatine. So that's no. your assumption. That's How your you assumption. That? Like, you're allowed to make assumptions, but the film needs to spell it out for a, a stupid audiences. And they did. How would Finn know that, though? Because he's the bestie. So Leia probably told him. So Leia told him before he told. Before Leia she told, told Finn? Before she told yeah. Ray herself? Or she did Does tell him? Yeah. Does Leia even know who he is? Yeah. He's like some guy. No. <laughs> he, she, she knows that. He is the only one that she is close to, right? No, she's like, also close, close to Poe. So I saw this Not theory. Really. I saw this Not theory really. on Reddit, Jay. They had some sexual tension. Okay, what? And, and people basically were, said, okay, so the thing, you're, you're, she's gonna, he's going to tell her that right before he thinks she dies, right? So that's the quicksand part. And they're sinking right. into the quicksand. They all think they're going to die. And he's like, right, I have something to tell you. And that's something is that you're a Palpatine? Right before she's about to die, which wouldn't be very helpful information. No, it's like just so you. But know, at least that she'll you're know. Finally going, you're finally going to hell because your grandfather was like the worst dictator yeah, ever. And this sand is where it happens. Yeah. This is you sinking into hell. Unfortunately, J.J. Abrams came out in a panel and confirmed what was he I, was going to tell her. Was it love related? If you guys want to know, I will tell you. Oh my God, Matt! Yes, of course we want to know. It was that he was force sensitive. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I can see that. Why does he need to tell her that right before she's about to die? I don't know. It's stu- it's stupid. <laughs> the the it's, only thing that makes stupid. sense is if he said that he loved her, because that's the kind of thing that people say right before they die in movies. Yeah, that's, it is. That's correct. Or that he loves Finn. Or Poe. Poe, no, yeah. Ray, I, I have to tell you something. I love Poe. <laughs> <laughs> can you make this happen <laughs> before we die? I can tell you, though, but not Poe. Yeah, yeah Poe's like, hey, I'm right over here. Um... I I did like in this movie that Kylo Ren became good because I literally I never it. because I literally never bought him as a bad guy. I was never <laughs> convinced for five minutes that he was actually bad. He killed his own father, Matt. Yeah, but that's because that's literally so. That's pretty much the only bad thing we ever see him do on camera. And he killed like a bunch of random people in the beginning of honestly, this movie. No, Alana, honestly, he, he seemed like he killed. His own father, not because he actually was evil, but because he felt like he was supposed to be evil. Okay. He was like, oh, my grandfather was our fader. I'm trying to be like him. It's like, it seemed like angsty teen evilness rather than actual evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I see that. Yeah, plus when Palpatine talks to him, he's like, I have been the voice in your head this whole time. So he's obviously been hearing weird stuff. Plus when he does the whole touch the helmet sense I mean, thing. They, yeah, they didn't still explain really about snoke though like yeah there's like a bunch of no they didn't there's like okay sure there's a bunch of like snoke clones the tub of snoke but 
But it doesn't explain how the Snokes have force powers, and it doesn't explain how the Snokes came to control the force first order, and like how they came to influence Ben. So my assumption, yeah, my assumption, yeah. So through force projections, I'm assuming. Well, what I read into it is that he used Mm. Snoke to, and he force projected all the abilities. I mean. Kind of like Luke Man. does in his Man. battle. Zach's being unusually quiet. He's either multitasking or I'm letting oh. I'm letting you guys say what you want to say. Say what you, we need to say. Don't you have you something to say? Don't you have anything to say? Well, I do sort of. Well, since you asked, I do sort <laughs> of feel. I I don't entirely agree that that Kylo was never a bad guy, but I do agree that we all saw him becoming good like a million miles away. Yeah. I mean, they certainly telegraphed it enough where he, he'd been struggling with the, his light side influence like the whole, whole series. Sure. Either leave the helmet on or take it off. <laughs> that really bothered me. Like, the these are the, the these helmet, are the nitpicks. These are the know, nitpicks I'm talking about. No, it's true. It was about toys, though. They were like, we can sell new toys with new helmets. Well, well like, we want to put the helmet on because we want to make him seem like an actual bad guy. But we also don't want to cover Adam Driver's pretty face because that's the moneymaker. Puts the butts <laughs> in the seats. So we'll have him keep taking it off every two seconds. Like, why was he not wearing it for the fight with Ray on the, on the crash Death Star? Answer, there is no reason. He should have been wearing it the whole time. No, yeah, because probably then they wouldn't have better. had a nice emotional moment at the end if he had the helmet on. But it's just absurd. Like, either don't have the helmet, either have the helmet on or not. Don't keep taking it on or off. It's for the merchandising. Yeah, but also he takes it off whenever. He, but he also takes it off whenever he wants to, or has a moment with Ray so he can make a better, deeper connection, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you think you took? Oh, all right. So you think you took it off to be like, I gotta make a connection with her. Yeah. Yeah. So why were yeah. they fighting on the second day? Because that's how start. Jedi's make connections with each other. But over a fight. That's their mating. Yeah. Call. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's fine. All right. I guess I'll buy that. <laughs> Um, also okay speaking of not nitpicks but like one of the major themes in this was how if someone dies they don't actually die which got pretty tiresome by the end of the movie you know 3PO gets memory wiped oh wait no he's fine Chewie gets blown up by Ray oh wait no he's not Ray or Ben gets stabbed but he's fine like a minute later like that last one is not the best example because in my opinion because Why? they say they say Kylo Ren is dead, so that in that part, Ray kills <laughs> Kylo Ren, and when she brings him back, he's good. He's back to being Ben. Oh, so that death. Okay, that fine, but if that death. was the only one, it wouldn't have like stuck out. But with the other two, I was. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought I was like, okay, they they killed off Harrison Han Solo in Force Awakens. They killed off Luke in Turn of the Jedi. So these movies actually have balls when they kill off. Original original trilogy characters, they actually kill them. But then in this one, they didn't. Unless they're C three PO and Chewbacca. Yeah, it would have been hilarious if Chewbacca killed Chewbacca. Why not? It would have been hilarious if Chewbacca had died because Ray messed up. (laughs) That's that's like too dark for Disney. But it would have been kind of incredible if they had done it. Um, I will say, and sorry if people get mad at me, I do think Chewbacca is the most disposable Star Wars character. Well, that's funny that you should say that because from Disney's point of view, he's the, he's not disposable because they can stick anybody in that suit and keep the character going for a million years. That's well, true. Luke Skywalker, they only, they only have one person playing. Well, unless they want to recast like they did with Han Solo. Or unless they want yeah, to have how well creepy, that uncanny valley flashbacks of Leia and Luke, which was actually one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that was but, my favorite scene. That was my favorite yeah. part. I didn't find it creepy at all. They did the, they did the right thing where it was only for like a second, and mm-hmm. in like shadow and stuff. I that was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was they, like, I wanna, that was. Yeah. Go ahead. I was like, I want to watch a movie of that. Sorry, just yeah. of them like yeah. hanging out. Yeah. It, 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 that <laughs> yeah. really for the first time watching these sequels, I really felt like I was back watching Star Wars from my youth. And then it was over. During that scene? Well, and yeah, only one that part scene? was the only part where I really felt like I was back <laughs> watching Star Wars. Yeah, Two I second agree. flashback. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the movie was like a fetch quest. Well, I didn't, I didn't mind that it was a new plot. I, they, had, they did something different in terms of the plot. I'd much rather they? they do that in terms of like a journey where you needed to find something and then go. Didn't they do yeah. it in The Last Jedi? 
Well, they, they did in the Force Awakens where they were looking for the map. Yeah. The map. And once again, they're looking for a map. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's only yeah. two kind, there's only two kinds of stories. There's a stranger comes to town and they, they go out on a journey. And obviously this isn't a stranger goes to town. Well, okay. kind of stories? <laughs> there's only two kinds of stories. Yeah, but but the, dude, the reason they could be going on a journey could have been a better reason. And it could have been a little bit more engaging. Yeah, I agree. That's fine. I'm just glad it wasn't they have another Death Star. I'm glad it wasn't Poe was frozen in carbonite. We need to rescue him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure. But yeah. So uh, should we like go through the whole movie? (laughs) No, I don't know. We should just keep thinking of things that bothered us. I didn't like what they did to Kelly Tran. Rose Tico. Yeah, completely and utterly. She was one Rose, of the main you... characters in two, and then Rose, and JJ specifically it? thanked her and was like, "I'm glad Ryan Johnson put her in and gave her this great part to show <laughs> what a badass she is." And she was one of my favorite parts of the Last Jedi. And then you see her the whole time, all she's doing, "Where are you going? No, wait, we gotta wait." And that's all yeah. she ever did. JJ, you want Rose? We're going on an adventure. You want to come with? Yeah, we're just like, once we just stay here and check out the power converters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was there were so many characters already. That's what I yeah, said. But, yeah. But she was one of the main characters in two. Yeah, but they don't care Speaking about Speaking of didn't care so many characters, how distracting was the Hobbit every time he was on screen? <laughs> <laughs> he was completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. <laughs> like, what is he doing here? He's so distracting. It's, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why are you adding more characters into this series? And then you need to get so killed many. off. Yeah, but they killed Matt Parkman. Yeah, they did. <laughs> he had a he, he had a coming Parkman. The um, hey, hey, that was Snap. Hey. Snap Wexley. Yeah. Um, a great Snap Wexley, and he got to be he got to see Wedge be, be proud of him for a split second. I did see related? Wedge. That was my that was my second. Yeah, so right. Wedge is uh Snap's uh adopted father. What? What? Yeah. Adopted father. Yeah. yeah. Wedge, so Wedge marries uh, Snap's mother in the Battlefront books. Okay. What the fuck? Okay, anyway, speaking <laughs> of Wedge, your brother was very embarrassing in the theater. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what else is new? I, I heard. <laughs> what do you I'm do? ashamed of nothing. Except I'm a little ashamed because I couldn't hear what he said. Yeah, yeah. so you didn't nice get to hear him you, say bro. nice... No, Wesley. Nice what did he say? To Wesley. He said, nice shot to Wesley, Wexley, no, which Wesley. is his son, no, he, Wexley. He absolutely Wexley. did not say that, Jake. He said, nice shot, Lando. I thought he said Wexley. Did he, did he say not. Lando? Yes. He says, nice shot, Lando. Then why did it pan to Wexley? I don't know, but he said, nice shot, Lando. I think we, we have to rewatch. We will never know. <laughs> no, we'll yeah, know we when it gets out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure anyway, he said that. Anyway, so Zach, when, when Wedge showed up, he was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Just In a completely all... silent theater. Just saying what we're all feeling. Fortunately, fortunately, everything was really loud, so I don't, I don't think most people heard me or reacted. Who cares? I don't speaking care. of theaters, speaking of theaters, how were your audiences? My right audience on. started off happy and loud and cheering. Well, kind of, not really cheering a whole lot, but they were definitely into it at the beginning. And then as the movie got longer, it progressively got more silent and more silent that's, until that's it was really just really funny. Dead Everyone's just like tired by the end of the movie. <laughs> it was really long. It was too long, I think. It was very long. It wasn't long enough. Our theater what? was pretty quiet. It was too long. Besides that. The entire pot. <laughs> The entire part where they go to that snow planet was completely unnecessary. They went to a they, snow planet. Yeah, thank what, what you. Snow unnecessary. Planet? When they the got planet, the the plant, the they found out about the spy. The part with Babu, or oh. whatever his name is. Oh, that one. That was that. Oh, the, the planet, planet where the snow was. That yeah. was a desert planet. A, no, 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 it was not a desert. Was, no, the part with with with, with uh, squeeze. Yeah, yeah, squeeze. Yeah. It was completely the planet where it snowed. Not the snow planet, but the planet where it snowed. Yeah, What's the snow the planet? 
There was no snow planet. <laughs> there was no planet. There's it no just happened planet. to be snowing. You know why you know there was no snow planet? Because none of them ever changed their costumes throughout the whole thing. If well, they, they went to a cloaks. snow planet, there was. Ray would have had to put on a coat. They put on there was. That's that where part. they got the spy info. Okay, wait a second, Matt. Matt, why were you talking about oh, the spot snow planet oh, again? Oh, oh, it was okay, completely yeah, right, unnecessary Jay, to the plot. It was completely. It was like it was like probably a half an hour, and it added nothing to the plot. They could have cut it. Um, no, well, that's how you found out all about his background. Who cares? Who cares about Poe's background? The movies are like done. Like, are they gonna make a movie about Poe now? <laughs> I think they they are doing a TV show, an animated yeah, TV show, quite possibly. But I think they also did that so. To uh, break up the fanfic of him being gay. Yeah, they did. The not gays. He could be bi. Yes, <laughs> I okay. agree, and I think he so, should be. So, getting back yeah. to the theater question, our theater was quiet, but they did laugh at some of the lines, and we did too. I did like, hear lines... some some chuckles when Kylo died for real, <laughs> including myself. The fade? <laughs> you mean the fade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Everyone, like, um, for real? Yeah, uh, I laughed and people laughed when when Poe becomes a general and he makes Finn a general and Finn's like, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we have potato bread. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't think we have potato bread. Sorry, guys, family. I'm upstairs and now my children are around. Now, what did, Sorry, uh, what did DJ think of that? ZJ did. I don't think he was that positive about it, actually, which is weird because he like convinced himself that he likes the Last Jedi. Okay. <laughs> so I yeah, he didn't seem to be that into it. I don't know why. I think he need. I think he just needs some time to process. Don't I mean, we all? Yeah. I mean, honestly, one of my favorite parts is reading the comments afterwards. All the jokes about it. They're pretty great. Okay. There's a. There's um, definitely a lot. It's definitely not. A there's definitely a lot of things to criticize. But I thought it was more than the sum of its parts. They just try to do too much. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm much more ground. Like, Star Wars is, like, pretty grounded. I mean, yeah, there's, like, a big war going on. But, like, what the characters are doing is, like, you know, fine. I don't know. It doesn't seem too crazy, unlike in this movie. What they did right in this one is that they focused on the three main characters, which is what they didn't do right into the other ones. That's, that's true. So I think, yeah, I think that that's part of what made it so stands out in my mind is that they really, they kept it focused. Unlike in The Last Jedi, they had a bunch of different plots all going on at once. It was really oh, focused on speaking of the last Cole, Jedi, Finn, Rey, so... and Kylo Ren. Who sucks? Right. Yeah. Kylo Ren's the best. Okay, so in the three parts I found maybe that took a dump on The Last Jedi. One, when Luke's Force Ghost lifts the X-Wing from uh, the Porg planet. Right. That uh -huh. was one of the criticisms from The Last Jedi was that Luke couldn't possibly make it to the Resistance because his X-Wing was far too damaged for being underwater for like 40 years. Psych, it's totally fine and Rey can just fly out on it. No problem. So when you say that's an explanation, is that Last Jedi apologists like defending it? Right. No, I'm saying that's JJ. In the movie? I think it. Yeah, there. Luke has a line where he's like, "Oh, you really think I'm just gonna take my X-wing and fly out there and win the war? Well, this is reality. I'm pretty sure." Okay. So I've never heard this argument that the X-wing was broken and that's why he couldn't go before. Oh, I've Alana claims that she has. I guess I have never heard that. I've, I've heard. heard I've that. heard it. I've heard that too. ZJ said that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Last really? Jedi, apologists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like Last Jedi. But I don't remember that being the case at all either. Yeah, because people were mad, including myself, that Luke didn't actually go to the final battle. He just like force projected himself, and I was like, "He should have been there. He's a hero." And they were like, "No, he couldn't get there. His X-wing was like probably like in pieces in the bottom of the ocean." I don't uh, even. No. I, I don't understand why you're even having the argument. Either way, he would have died. So what difference does it make? Um. One then we would have had a sweet lightsaber me. fight for real. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I mean, he still would have died, though. Like, presumably, he would have gotten killed when all those things and he would have died. I thought it was he interesting. He actually that, hugged Leia. I thought it was interesting at the end of the last night, Luke says, see you around, kid, and then he doesn't. <laughs> well, maybe he does now that they're forced ghosts. Maybe they're out, you know, shooting. It's pretty clear. Rats. 
it's pretty clear that this movie doesn't care about the last Jedi and trying to just move on as quickly as possible from it. They did not address how the last at the end of the last Jedi, there's like ten guys left in the in the resistance, <laughs> and then in this one, they they got a functioning base on so Yacht Four. They got lots of people again. So yeah, okay. So the second thing was what Matt's kind of getting at was in the last Jedi. They're like, we need to call for help, call our friends, and nobody shows up. And then in this one, Lando flies around for like two hours and comes back with the biggest fleet we've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. Okay, because right. Lando's so charming. Okay, so ridiculous. Why. Leading up to this, again from the book. Oh my god, it, Jay. There was Wedge and others also fly out to start spreading the word to try to recruit people. Okay, so, that, well, the, you can't. That doesn't. You can't do that. You can't say. Well, in the book, they explain that. Right. It's, the movie needs yeah. to stand alone on its own right. Well, exactly. my sort of explanation is. Oh my, it's like, imagine you have a ship. You're playing Escape Velocity and you have a ship. And you get a message that's like, oh my God, oh my God, there's this huge fleet bearing down on us. We're all going to die. Please come help us. You're going to be like, heck no, I don't want to get killed. Versus, hey, all of us are doing this attack against this fleet that if we don't destroy it right here and now, it's going to conquer the galaxy and blow up everything. Okay, fine. That makes sense. But this right. Yeah, right. the that fleet should have been like half as big as it was. Right. And then also the fact that they probably threw around Palpatine's name and people absolutely hate Palpatine. That probably motivated them a little bit. Yeah, like we're doing a strike to take out Palpatine once and for all. But I absolutely yeah. agree that the Death Star, there should have been like 12 Death Stars and the civilian what? fleet should have been like half that size. I mean, 12 you mean Death Stars. Death, I mean, Star I'm, I'm sorry, 12, 12 Star, Star Destroyers. Stars. Yeah, them. that would have been a lot. I would have been scared. I'd be like, that's a lot of Star Destroyers. Yeah, that's that enough to establish the threat handle. I mean, I'm fine like with the Star Destroyers too, as long as they're all robot controlled, droid controlled. Right. Okay, sure. the third thing that took a dump of The Last Jedi was when that one guy mentions they should do a Holdo remove maneuver, and he yep. was like, no. And I forget he his says, reason why. He says that maneuver was a one in a million shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No it's a once in a lifetime. Why? Yeah. why? I don't know why. Maybe they hit it the exact spot they needed to. On the, uh, whatever, on the yeah. superstructure of the Star Destroyer, but yeah, I noticed that part and it was funny. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I, I thought, I felt like the one in the million shot was like a throwaway line because they didn't want to think about it. I would have been like, we don't have enough ships. Do you see how many Star Destroyers there are? There's like a hundred. Yeah, that too. There's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's all you need. And presumably, you need a capital ship to do that because, like, an X Wing wouldn't be big enough. So you wouldn't want to sacrifice a capital ship to do that. On we had yeah, a really like a half an, like a forty five minute argument at New York Comic Con this year about whether or not you can actual whether a starfighter doing the holdo maneuver would be like a bullet or whether it would be like a bug. Some people <laughs> were saying that it was like a bullet where I just destroy the ship. Because it's going infinite speed, right? Because it's light speed, it's just like infinite speed. So no matter how much mass it is, it's still really devastating. Did you guys appreciate... Really speaking of going to light speed, did you appreciate how in this movie and this movie alone, they were like, remember how in all the other Star Wars movies you have to get away from a planet in order to go to light speed? Well, fuck yeah. that. In this one, the Millennium Falcons is going to go to light speed like in atmosphere. Like, like all the time. don't care. And not only the Millennium Falcon light speed skipping, all those TIE fighters are doing it too, and like tracking them with perfect accuracy. Yes. It made no sense. Well, that part does. Because I mean, they already knew the exact pinpoint time frames as well as spaces to jump. So as long as you have it in your nav system, you should be fine. But the light skip jumping. Was. Sorry, didn't they have that technology in The Last Jedi? Wasn't that. Wasn't that a plot point? Was that they could track them in hyperspace? One yeah. of the ships had the ability to track them in hyperspace. Okay, so now every TIE fighter has that ability? They had some kind of cool, special cool, cool. computer on it that they could detect. <laughs> I'm yeah. assuming no. But maybe they I, do. There is something to be said about the fact that jumping to light speed in the original trilogy was kind of like it reduced the sense of danger. Where it's like, at, at any point, we could just jump to light speed and be completely safe and fine. That's why in the books, they introduced the interdictor cruiser, which creates a, some Perfect kind of bubble that prevents people, yeah, that prevents ships from jumping to light speed. But, I mean, it is, absolutely, it is well, absolutely I, true. 
that in the original trilogy, it's unclear exactly when you can jump to light speed. Yeah, I agree. Which is why in Empire, they just had it not work. Well, they, you need the Nava computer to, to do a complex series of calculations. Right. Yeah. And then you, and then you can sure do you it. And that takes, and that takes a, some, a few minutes, presumably. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to end up in an asteroid field. I know. Right. I didn't feel like they could just jump to hyperspace at any time. I felt like they had to have certain conditions met before they could jump. Kind of like when I played EV Override, and it wouldn't let me jump to hyperspeed if there were, like, bad guys around every time. You can't fast travel when enemies are nearby. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's like an X-wing. An X-wing too. You can't. You can't jump to hyperspeed if you're too close to a planet. Okay. Well, here's my major net pack, Ooh. which is the fact that the dagger has like a little compass on the side that if you hold it up to wreckage of a Death Star, it will like match. Yeah, that was yeah. absurd. It's the Goonies. Indefensible. <laughs> indefensible. It's it was the Goonies. Pure Hollywood. It's Goonies. <laughs> no. It's the Force. No, it's stupid. Why does and the and the thing is, it not what it, it not only was stupid, it was unnecessary. They could have just had Ray say, "I sense the wayfinder. It's in there." Point, and then go. And if you needed the dagger, which you didn't, you could have like a door where you need to put the dagger like in it, and then it activates the door and opens it. It was oh, no, absurd. Like, I agree with that. Like it's completely it's, yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it's not like it's in an illogical spot in the Death Star anyway. They're like, oh no, we're never going to find it. And it's in the Emperor's throne room. Like, duh. They could have searched there first. Yeah, like, so maybe we should start looking there. Yeah, or we just look better. <laughs> yeah. Under his but back. the Death Star was destroyed, so they probably assumed that not... And who would want to go back to the Death Star? I would, but maybe not them. Yeah, Death Star. I mean, the Crash Death like Star room was pretty sweet. Of Ray. In the Death Star, though, because it kind of like went back to Force Awakens, where you see her scavenging from the Star Destroyer. Yeah, like a loop. That was a good callback. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of I also that, like the fact that they showed some of the inside to show the scale of it. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of that, how about at the very end when they blow up all the Star Destroyers and it shows them going down in like Endor and Jakku? It was going to oh, yeah, be flashbacks of Return of the Jedi Special Edition. Of course, that's the point. Yeah. Like, I isn't Jocko on, like, the other side of the galaxy? Who cares? Apparently no one cares now. No one cares. Yeah. But, I thought Exegol well, was, like, really far away from everything else. It's in the unknown in the regions. unknown, yeah. Yeah, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when the end of regions was just called the Outer Rim. Nah. No, it's no, farther No, it's beyond the that. Outer Rim. Yeah, it <laughs> is beyond the Outer Rim. That's, that's, where the, that's where the chests live, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, but so just like in The Force Awakens where everyone sees the center planets blowing up and all and those planet killer shots, I mean, you could kind of sort of see that type of weapon. But I don't, yeah, I'm not sure why they could see Star Destroyers blow up. That doesn't make sense. Like a planet, yes, but not Star yeah. Destroyers. No. Was, they were some big Star Destroyers. They were they were all big. <laughs> um, so I also saw a theory, which I kind of agree with, that Kylo Ren, or Ben, whatever, should have been the one to kill Palpatine at the end. How is that because... a theory? I agree. Okay, whatever. More like an opinion than a theory, but More anyway. like an opinion, fine. Um, because of his monologue in The Force Awakens where he tells Darth Vader's helmet that he'll finish what he started. And obviously Darth Vader didn't actually kill Palpatine now. So, uh, if right. he had done I mean, that, also, it would have been nice. Well, it would have been like Return of the Jedi. So, you decide whether that's a point in favor of doing that change or not. Yeah, but it, and now it ruins Darth Vader's like storyline. Like, he didn't actually save the world or whatever by killing Palpatine. Well, I, he saved, I, I think he saved, saved his son. I think that he saved his son in that part. Yeah. And he kept the galaxy spinning for another 30 years, and that's all anyone could ask for. Jay, do you want to talk about your big nit nitpick you told me yesterday about the teleporting lightsabers? Oh, oh I didn't son like of it either. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> teleporting sabers. Ridiculous. I, I, I was, was okay there with their... <laughs> no. It no, doesn't it allow you to, to teleport physical objects to another person who then can give it back to you. Jay? They established that early in the movie when when no they the established necklace. he took the necklace off of Ray's neck and then he was holding it right. and gave it to an officer to analyze. Right, and he established early right. in the movie that their connection allows them to, to move objects to each other. No, no. So they 
they make the connection that you can have a force projection, just like the dice at the end of The Last Jedi, where you can take it, you can manipulate it, and then eventually, when the projection ends, it's over. The lightsaber, on the other hand, wasn't a projection. It was the physical lightsaber, which is completely bullshit. No, but the necklace that she's wearing on the, like, party planet... It, that wasn't yeah. a projection either. He was holding it and yes, he it handed was. it to an officer to analyze. Okay, you can do that. I got, Matt, I gotta tell you, and Jay, both of those parts are ridiculous and shouldn't have happened. Yes, I agree that there was. <laughs> Anything is possible through the forest. I bought No. Oh That's what God. I said, but it's not a, a very good argument. <laughs> no, it's a perfectly no. fine argument. Because, yes. So the necklace, I agree, was kind of bullshit, but it's still believable because just like the dice, Hans dice at the end of... Uh, the Last Jedi. They're physical. He hand, Luke hands it to Leia. Leia drops him. Then Ben sees him. Does but they were but they then eventually real. They the dice faded away. Eventually, yes. Hence, it's a projection. Just like when they're fighting and Vader's helmet smashes, and he's like, "I know where you are," because it's a projection. It's not physical. Eventually, it fades away. But the lightsaber being a physical. Wait, so you're saying, so why is it bullshit? So you're, you're saying that it's bullshit because it's a force ability that we've never seen anybody be able to do before? Yes. Because you okay. can't teleport things. Why not? It's power Everything creep. is possible with the force. No. What? Get out of here. The force it's cannot magic. create. Yes, it can. It doesn't create. It moves from one thing to another. Plus, okay. the other thing is, if that were the case, considering all the Knights of Ren were force sensitive, they should have been able to sense it. That's also bullshit. So no, the knights of Ren weren't useful for anything except for standing around and getting. Yeah, God, they, uh, other than looking badass, they were worthless. I'm absolutely cosplaying one of them, but God, they were worthless. Make sure that you only go into areas that are really dark and murky and full of clouds and dust. <laughs> they like were worse. They fought worse than the Crimson Guard, which is horrible. Yes. Yes. They were trained by Luke. They were. They, they were. They were garbage. Also, it, it's like, I couldn't really tell where they came from, because, like, Kylo went to Palpatine's planet and, like, had a chat, and then he came back, and then he had them. So I was like, are they from Palpatine? Well, they've always no, existed. So they, like, he, no. recru he recruited them back when he broke out of Luke's training facility. I don't know where they've been for the past two movies. Yeah. But they've always been around. Yeah. yeah. So, the thought is that they are personally... Like Kylo's personal, like assassin, like that, or his okay. bodyguard, bodyguard, yeah, sure. type people. Yeah, exactly. They're his version of the Crimson Guard, but he can just also to, send them out to do stuff. Just to quickly get back to what I was saying before, one of my, one of my gripes with the movie, and again, overall, I liked it. I know I have to keep saying it, is that just like the end of Wonder Woman and a lot of under other Hollywood movies, the both the beginning and the end, but especially the end was so dark and murky you couldn't see what the heck was going on and i really hope nobody with epilepsy watches this movie because there's constant light oh flashes. we had we had warnings on the theater doors about that oh good i'm glad you did yeah. oh yeah needed. i think we did too yeah they were badly needed but so that's I, all I star wars that. movies all star no. wars movies are that way well yeah, but it's, it's the it's, first time i've seen blasts are a little bit different than these like lightning strikes that are just in the background every like three seconds yeah. So I did um, not. I was not a fan of that. I want so I could see what's happening. The camera was constantly moving, and like I guess I'm old. Speaking, yeah. speaking of lightning flashes, how about the Emperor's ability to take out the whole Rebel fleet with his lightning powers? Ridiculous! Ridiculous! That's an old EU thing. It's typical. Oh it's it's Yay. typical sequel <laughs> stuff where everything it's just this, it's more sequel where everything's dialed up to eleven. And everybody who could do stuff before can now do things. 20 times better than they could. Except for Luke, who sucks. No, Luke's Force Ghost can lift an X-Wing. Yoda's Yoda can lift an X-Wing. Wait, I Yoda could have a Yoda ghost? or a live Yoda? Live Yoda, right? A live Yoda? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Your powers aren't reduced. Force Ghost Yoda could cause lightning. Yeah. Which is bullshit. <laughs> In Last Jedi. In the Last Jedi? Yeah, that was the bullshit yeah. too. The secret text. The secret <laughs> Jedi text. Bullshit. Lightning is a Sith ability. Fucking bullshit! Just like Ray shouldn't have accidentally caused lightning. Well, that was that was good because it made it seem like she oh might actually turn evil, playing evil you know Sith powers. But then no, that doesn't go anywhere. Uh, 
spend a little less time with like lady friends for Poe and Finn and a little more time exploring that. Star Wars writers. Uh, one of our friends pointed out that she liked the bucket of Snokes in Palpatine's like lab. Yeah, the clones. Yeah. The two bow Snokes was I <laughs> chuckled a lot. Back to tank yeah. full of Snokes. I liked the Emperor all hooked up to like that was kind of cool. Giving you them mean alive. like Lottos? Yeah. Yeah. I like that part. If you're going to have the Emperor, I guess it's okay to have him like that. He, did, he, looked, yeah. he looked younger than he does in Return of the Jedi, but I guess that's neither here nor there. Yo, Pre yeah. force I thought sucking. he looked kind of unrecognizable. Like, I don't know. He didn't really look like Ian McDermott. Oh, really? Because look, he looked exactly like Ian McDermott to me. Yeah. I look like Ian McDermott wearing a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and with, like, contact lenses on his eyes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah, glad I did not like, I'm glad that these sequels are over, that they can't do any more damage to my. Yeah. That's not true. They definitely uh, can. For the most part, it can. For the most part, it. You're, um, for the most part. Right? I, I have a controversial opinion. Oh, wait. I was going to say before What's we. That? Sorry. Really quick. Um, I was saying to Zach when we were talking about this movie. Is I don't know what the point of these movies were if we didn't get a scene of Han, Luke, and Leia together. Oh, I'll tell you what the point is. Money? Disney and JJ. Well, maybe JJ. I don't know about JJ. Kathleen Kennedy and the suit of Disney, they don't care about the original trilogy. They put the original trilogy <laughs> characters in to get those nerds like us to go see it. But the people they care about are Poe and Finn and Ray. Those are the people they care about. Those are the ones they want people to see. So they're not going to put those characters together. They probably didn't even want Luke to be in Force Awakens at all. Actually, the way he, he was in he Force Awakens was really was. He was in it for two seconds so they could put him on the poster and say that he was in it and then he wasn't. To get people like us to go see it. They don't care about the original trilogy characters. That's why they killed him off in the most ignominious ways possible. Ugh. Zach, what's your well, controversial opinion? Well, before yeah. I have a controversial opinion, I want to respond to your thing about killing them off, which is Han Solo came back in this one. Yeah, but that's because they wanted Carrie Fisher to do that, and then, like, she died, and they were like, you know. They appealed to I Harrison guess, Ford's soul. Yeah, time. Harrison Ford was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do it then. His tiny, tiny heart. Yeah. <laughs> His baboon heart. I just can't, I can't believe Harrison Ford came back. Yeah, that was surprising. Anyway, Matt, my controversial opinion, I will say, is I like Ray. I like all the new characters. But I felt like Ray was even more of a Mary Sue in this one than she was in The Force Awakens. How is that controversial? Because you get accused of being a sexist if you say Ray's a Mary Sue. No, that's, I, don't, I think most people agree that Ray's overpowered. Well, there's I a difference think... between being overpowered and being a Mary Sue, but let's not quibble. Yeah, I don't know if I yeah. agree that she's a Mary Sue. Because she doesn't, she doesn't do everything. I don't think she does resolves all the problems herself and does everything. Which I feel like is part of the definition of Mary. So, I mean, they established pretty powerful in the forest. Like, the first time you see her, she's floating with all the rocks spinning. Well, so they're, the like, they're about... like, okay, she's very powerful. Like, get on board. Now. Yeah. The other thing about Mary Sue's is, like, everybody likes them, and they can do no wrong, and blah, blah, blah. So, like, for Zach's point, when we meet Carrie Russell's character, and she's like, not that it matters, but you're okay, to Red. It's like, Ray, it's like, ugh, okay. Gag. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's like, what what makes her own? She's not Poe. Yeah. 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 I guess Ray did get, lead to get saved by Kylo at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kylo there, she also... technically loses the... I feel like she the lightsaber fight against him, too. They needed, she needed the Leia distraction to win. Yeah, she she was definitely losing. Okay, so maybe she's, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's not a Mary Sue, but she is still overpowered. Yeah, but she's yeah. all the Jedi. All and, she's, and she's a Palpatine, so she has the midichlorians. All the Sith. Abide by that, which I don't. But if you abide by strength, it comes through genetics, then she's a Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine is the most powerful Sith. So, yeah. What did you guys think about that? Did we talk about how she's a Palpatine? No, not really. <laughs> we talked uh, about, 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 about that. That's, that's, not, that's not brought up. Yeah. 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 
That was I just mean, whatever at this point. It's, work. it's far from the worst part of these movies, I think. Well, I want to point out to like, you. I mean, well, so that was initially one of the theories way back when in The Force Awakens. Hence, the, she carrying around the Palpatine staff, and everyone assumed that was Palpatine's staff from back in the day. Um, so, oh, I mean, that, what that, was? that was, yeah. So the top, so Palpatine has a force spike, and that's at the end when she lights up that yellow lightsaber. It's the top of the staff. It's Palpatine force. Spike. I like that part. Staff. That part was good, ish. Like we can talk about that in a minute. What did I say to you, Zach? Oh, I was gonna say that you said to me that that was like undoing the Last Jedi's theme, which was that. You don't have to be descended from a prominent Jedi family to be a really powerful Jedi. Well, oh, it also yeah. undoes it also undoes the part of the last Jedi when I was in the trailer that says it's time for the Jedi to end. It's like, no, it's not ending. She's a Jedi. She made, made her own lightsaber. She's gonna go do Jedi yeah. things. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off. It's been an hour. I'm gonna rejoin the family. Yeah, I gotta drop don't, off too. Oh, I was gonna say don't end on my account, but maybe no, I gotta go. I'm gonna be late for my D and D session. So, All right, thanks. There's, for, mu- uh, there's much more to be. Yeah, we could do a part like, two round on this. Two Rise of yeah, it was a lot yeah, of yeah. I feel like Absolutely. we didn't cover something I was about to mention, but since I don't remember now. Well, uh, you, you and Zach, two. when I keep talking about. <laughs> All right, later, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait, what about the sign off? Are you guys? Oh yeah. Off? Well, we were gonna well, we were gonna you. keep chatting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can keep going. You know, listen to it later. Okay, later. Bye, bye, viewers bye. and listeners. Bye. Bye. <laughs> viewers? Like yeah. Viewers like you. Mm-hmm. Wait, Jay didn't... Oh, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so where okay. were we? I felt like I sort of had talked about everything I wanted to talk about, actually. Oh. Wait, I thought that there was, like, a big piece we weren't covering that I just thought of. Oh, it wasn't really a big piece, but it was, like, the part... Where Ben is helping Ray, and he has no lines of dialogue besides Al. Oh, you mean like after he enters the uh, the temple? Yeah. Well, like, what would he have to say? I don't know. Ray, I'm here to help. Some corny stuff like, I will stop you, Palpatine. Me. You're not alone, Ray. Yeah, Ray, let's do this. Yeah, just like Pacific Rim. Come on, together. Yeah. Clearly a fine cinematic version of good writing. Also, uh, maybe you could have said something to the Knights of Ren about how ironic that he trained them and they grew up together or whatever. Yeah, he's murdering them. And now they're fighting. Yep. Oh, also, uh, did you notice that I saw this uh, on Reddit too, um, that when Ben gets the lightsaber teleported to him, and he like shrugs and starts killing them. It's very Han Solo. It's Han Solo. Yeah, the shrug. No, like Light. the body Light. language. Oh. Remember, shrug. No. Okay. Take my word for it. I mean, I don't. I don't remember Han Solo shrugging and then killing a bunch of people. No, no, no. I don't know if he kills a bunch of people, but he does shrug. He I does shrug a lot. That, that is yeah. that is correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah. So I'm saying the shrug is the connection there. All right. Um. We. Uh, I guess we could talk about Ray Raylo. Oh yeah, we didn't. Oh, we didn't get their opinions on that. <sighs> they they had sort of I mean, they've been I, working up to it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I didn't really have any strong feelings about it. Well, the, what I would have done, the way I would have ended it, is mm-hmm. Kylo doesn't die. He, he like, runs away. Because he's like, okay. the world hates me, the world thinks I'm Darth Vader, he just runs. And Ray's like, no, tragic love, whatever. And then, you know, she goes and buries the lightsabers or whatever. And then she gets in her ship and flies away, and then the last scene is, like, her, like, fi- like finding him again. Hmm. Sort of like the ending to... Uh, a movie that I'm forgetting right now. It's like, it you know, those. Seem... What? What's up? I was oh, like, you know, those like... epic movies, epic historical movies, like Braveheart, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Um, mm-hmm. Where I was like, 
lover. Oh, like oh, like an Agents of Shield. I didn't watch enough like, Agents of Shield to know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Fitzsimmons can never be together because plot keeps getting in the way. Okay. Yeah, so it's like that. Um, what I was gonna say is it seems very thematic for Star Wars movies that as soon as the Sith redeems themselves, they die. I mean, you can call it <laughs> pretty I mean, much. <laughs> some people can call it thematic; others can call it lazy writing. Yeah. Where, well, because it's, it's true. It's like, well, if Kylo doesn't die, like, what are you going to do with him? Because everybody else still hates him. Yeah, he's like a war criminal. Same thing with Darth Vader. It's yeah. like, what, Darth Vader's just going to go party with the rebels down on Endor now that he's redeemed himself? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. I, I, I guess that's kind of all I have to say. Um... Yeah, music was good. The music was what it all, what it ever was. Yeah. Uh, okay. I that's it. So I, I think if we're done, then we will. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to be off for a couple weeks for the holidays, and we will see you in January, where we are going to resume Watchmen. To catch us most Tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash mcslanty or on iTunes and Spotify. Group up with us next time.